0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Uh, Me and Dave know that we often joke about suicide and death, and we just want you to know that we don't really take it lightly. We're actually very concerned about you if you have uh, suicidal thoughts or any sort of suicidal ideation going on in your mind right now that you would take the time, put down the podcast and call 1-800-273-TALK That's 1-800-273-8255 It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline They can get you the resources to help you and Dave and I really want you to stay with us so we're happy that you're with us and check them out. Thank you.
1: You know just hitting my bong, man.
0: Pow! (laughs) I just came my ass. Oh, me too. That's just coffee.com up.
1: Com.com. Com.com. Listen to coffee.com. Hey, is your cum brown? (laughs) You might have drank some coffee.
0: (laughs) I wondered why it was brown. It's because you drank coffee. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Somebody's so frustrated But I, I, I need to stay awake to shit That's the irony <laughs> If I don't drink the coffee, I'm just asleep all the time And I don't even know what my shit Absolutely. is like Absolutely, yeah <laughs> don't, you- Dave, don't even talk to me till I've drank my shit in the morning Are you a narcoleptic with brown
1: cum? <laughs> You, you, wait I, Wait no that fucked the bit just
0: up Just com- I oh. was
1: uh, at a bar the other day With a bunch of comics And uh, You've got a problem Caleb Sine and I Were just like Riffing around about something And we were talking about How if you smoke cigarettes It turns your cum brown And it was really funny Because He like He said He goes man You know what's so funny about this uh, This is exactly what women Think we talk about all the time And uh, And then sure enough, right at that moment, uh, Julia Latkowitz, another comedian in Mm -hmm. town who's really funny that I like. uh, Shout out, Julia. Shout out, Julia. Shout out, Caleb. Both great. (laughs) I love them. Uh, Julia walks up and goes, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) And in order to like... Taxes! I I was like, listen... I will tell you because I don't want you to feel left out or like we were talking about you but just be warned and she was like no what? what what is it I can handle it and I was like we were talking about how if you smoke cigarettes it turns your cum brown and she was like oh wow I, I guess I'm glad you told me
0: trigger warning I'm an idiot so yes. if you're triggered by just hearing the most idiotic thing possible well ooh. Trigger yeah. me timbers Joe Rogan Trigger me timbers Shout out Joe Rogan cast Dude hold on a minute Tr- Our sub podcast that's a spinoff
1: podcast Do not bowl over yourself <laughs> saying trigger me timbers That's, that's amazing That's
0: the—that's my suggested title for Joe Rogan's
1: new special Trigger me timbers
0: Trigger me timbers
1: What is shiver me timbers from? Who By- says that? Pirates Pirates say yeah, That's right <laughs> 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 yeah. Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> Pirates in general, like a, the broad idea of a pirate. Got it. Um, trigger me timbers. Who God says Oyra is, um, it, is it Carl Hess
0: or is it the Irish?
1: You know, that's why they call it a pirate chip because the initials are PC. Of a pirate chip. <laughs> what the fuck? A pirate. Oh, no. Chip. Pirate chip. chip. <laughs> PC. Yeah. PC liberal pirate ship.
0: <laughs> the pirates were pretty PC. Well,
1: this podcast, without
0: the sucks, the, uh, you know, assault and murder. Oh no, they were bad people, man. No, no, they were no bad people. No, <laughs> they were like cool, like you know, college-educated liberals.
1: That, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they all they all taught it faster they be
0: like hayden listen i'm going to go hide some doubloons right now and if my girlfriend stacy comes around just like don't lie to her okay oh my god just tell her where i am if i'm hiding doubloons all right we don't keep secrets we're open pirate relation we're open seas relationship <laughs> Uh, she identifies as a mermaid That's, Now it's offensive now it's Yeah you can't say Don't
1: say that Now it's reductionist You can't make jokes About what people good Identify bit, as
0: Guys this is Suicide mm. Buddies uh, I'm Hampton Yunt I'm Dave Russ uh, we love this mm-hmm. pod, and oh my gosh, we got a fan letter. We got a Christmas fan bum, letter. Bum, 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 yeah, bum. Someone sent us a holiday <laughs> card uh, to Starburns. I you know guess. that air horn sound. It goes. <laughs> <makes> I think Pitbull, Pitbull's mouth just makes that noise. Absolutely. Makes uh, ship noises because yeah. he's a nautical man, because he's a PC pirate. Did you know that he pees Red Bull?
1: <laughs> he what? Red Bull. Pitbull pees Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Julia
0: walks up. Hey, guys. What are you talking about? You know, okay. we're doing our Look. suicide podcast
1: that helps depressed people. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, if your cum is brown, you might have drank some coffee. Oh, man. Um, well, we used to have sponsors. By the way, I love how you
0: easily you are derailed. Oh, <laughs> oh what? Pun? Pun much? Oh Dave? my God, it's true. There's a train on the cover of our Christmas excuse card.
1: Uh, Choo Choo Train.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, excuse me. Choo Choo Wait, I'm going to do it.
1: Excuse me. Choo Choo Train, freaking American. <laughs> oh my dude, Why You're just going to do this all episode now, huh?
0: <laughs> wait, did I won. No, all my right. Identify as right. a mermaid. It kind of it is. Cool. Um, a choo-choo train, more so, because Santa's the conductor, mm-hmm. and there's toys in there. So that, like, to buy a ticket on this train, you would be an insane individual. Totally. Well, it seems like all the seats are taken anyway. Yeah, it's taken by toys. By toys. So, you know, like, there's no human like, commuters. Yeah. You know, it's, am I
1: supposed to sit in the fucking baggage shelf? You know?
0: Which yeah, I, have I guess. Done,
1: by the way. I guess I'll sit in steerage. Every time I'm on a mega bus, I'm like, I'll just lay up here. <laughs> <laughs> with the
0: suitcases. Hey, do you do you I mind if fully... I let my arm just dangle through the suitcase rack? <laughs> You're like touching someone's head.
1: Hey, sorry, I might snore onto you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I drool, just so you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we got this really nice Christmas card, and uh, I'm going to read it. It, uh, I'll, I'm going to read it. <laughs> um, Hail, Suicide Buddies. Merry Christmas. Apologies for the Creeper Santa card. Yeah. Um, I, you know what's funny is it's not oh I guess Santa does look creepy in the train on Let's the see. front he's like what's up what's up what are you staring Whoa, at yeah he's
0: like stern it's a very he's angry like Santa yeah he's man spe- well if you had to drive a train and deliver toys by totally. v- via train
1: maybe the train <laughs> like, is, do the uh, tracks go
0: to people's houses maybe like, at
1: the, this moment the train is on the 405 <laughs> 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 uh, um Uh, apologies for the creeper Santa card. I didn't realize that it was down to this or a get well card. (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much for the rad podcast. It's nice to know that I'm not alone in living with mental illness. Christmas at my super conservative Baptist parents house is always a holiday nightmare. My sister and I made a pact this year. If the topic of politics slash religion slash race comes up rather than shout and argue, We're going to pop in a closet and swear and drink rum that we smuggled in. Yes, we are real well adjusted. Also, I'm going to download some Patreon episodes to get me through it. So you are literally lifesavers. Fondly, Annie and Mooney the Cat. P.S. Aristotle is a gem. God damn it. That's so nice. Thank you so much.
0: Wait, we're not gems?
1: Um, yeah, that <laughs> was mean, your joke. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't uh, want uh, you to feel good.
0: <laughs> yeah, off of your writing. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 to Check. <laughs>
1: no, I was just thinking about the the card. Yeah, when we read it before we were recording, I said the thing about gems and then just threw Hampton under the bus. It was my fault. <laughs> Totally my fault.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, that was cool. I like that we've actually come together closer than ever. <laughs> 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 Can you take a photo of this? Aristotle? Uh, I don't know
1: why this is a weird way to hold hands. I think this is a perfect I held my hand up away. and then Hampton doesn't seem to like th- this way We're of gonna holding put this hands. Photo up. <laughs> We're going to put it online, yeah. Well, take this, a photo. This come is on. This a podcast where You're sometimes
0: we just hold hands. Oh, yeah, we've actually never
1: told you guys that, but we are usually holding hands. I'm usually
0: kissing you on the cheek.
1: Yeah. Sometimes we're 69ing.
0: (laughs) Uh, Full 69. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, that was maybe our most heartbreaking episode because we were talking about, like, you know, death and, you know, really bad, and it's through a dick. In fairness, it's like, when we 69,
1: though, It's not sexual because we're in the 69 position, but we just each have the mic in our mouth.
0: Uh, Julia walks up. (laughs) Hey, guys, what are you talking about? Oh, wow.
1: Man, egg on my face. Um, (laughs) See, We 69 on my suicide podcast, and that's why my cum is brown.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, what's up, dude? How are you? You know what the way to treat brown cum is? You, You eat teeth.
1: Mm-hmm. it's the
0: reverse it
1: yeah i don't really understand that joke
0: at <laughs> well, all teeth usually get well and then <laughs> you know uh-huh okay and then marlboro <laughs> all right so big tobacco all right no see cause here's the problem right because like the, the uninformed the uh-huh. uninformed got it all right
1: is this about pirates again yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay cool um I, you are listening to suicide buddies we are at buddies pod on Twitter
0: and facebook.com slash groups slash suicide buddies um, yeah thanks for mentioning the patreon actually like we I don't know we did, probably weren't planning to read that letter but um uh, we appreciate like every patreon member it makes like a huge difference and like we just uh, put up an episode about um, it's a wonderful life oh yeah it was a really fun like Christmas time episode
1: yeah. That was fun. That was especially a fun one
0: because
1: I found out that you have seen that movie so many fucking times. I like. Once a year since I was a fetus. I have seen it, but I have not seen it that many times.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there was a whole section about it that we've maybe brought up before because I'm obsessed with it, but we didn't address it in the Patreon. Which, guys, right now, bonus Patreon content about Damn, It's dude. a Wonderful Life.
1: Patreon.com <laughs> slash suicidebuddy.
0: Is that, which like, you know, George Bailey is imagining his life if he, you know, didn't ever exist. And, you know, he, he married his high school sweetheart in his real life. So in the reality where he doesn't exist, she's just miraculously, like, 60 years old. Like, she's just aged to, like everyone talks about her like she's an old crone she's never married like she's she won't talk to people like his reality is just well if I had never existed uh, she would have met no one and died <laughs> oh yeah completely that's right alone oh my god I know <laughs> like they age her like she's wearing like old woman makeup and they're like it's supposed to be the same time
1: <laughs> it's funny too it's like hammering it's obviously for the purpose of hammering the point home but like it's a weird message that like j- As if she were to have found someone else, that would mean she never loved him is also a really funny thing for the movie to be saying. Both can exist. Well, you can't love two people. Definitely not. That's what I meant. (laughs) That's exactly what I was saying. That's the takeaway. And that's the point. If you look at the literal (laughs) words. Exactly. It's a wonderful life. Not it's a two people life. <laughs> wait, wait, three, three people because it's yeah. extra, right? Wait, That's but, why it's one. Oh no, wonderful and then, wonderful, and
0: they get an extra, so that would be fourndful life. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: It's a fourndful life. And it's, it's a s-
1: tenderful life. No, you love one person. That's why the word is wonderful.
0: <laughs> one. one, look it up. Yeah,
1: it's in the math dictionary. One. Have you ever seen that thing you do? <laughs> yeah if you have you know why I brought that up. It's a great movie, actually. I do enjoy watching it, yeah, me too. It's good, man, okay <laughs> it's a good ass movie hmm. um well, how are you? I'm good, yeah,
0: yeah uh, uh trying to line up some work for the new year. ooh, work it's good. We gonna work. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Best Buy. Uh, huh? I'm not going to reveal all my secrets, Dave. I, like <laughs> I like to play it a little close to the vest. Okay. Okay. Let's just say I'm playing a little festival next year. Goes by the name of <laughs> Uh Goes by the name of Honoru. Please tell me that you are doing Coachella next year. <laughs> I'm headlining. Opposite, <laughs> <Okay>. opposite of, <laughs> of Metallica. Metallica's playing the main stage. I'm playing the second main stage at the same time. Nice, competing.
1: dude. That sounds great, dude. Yeah.
0: Chris Rock's <laughs> going to be in the middle doing a comedy set.
1: I think my favorite thing about that is how easy it will be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, if some fans come out. Yeah. If we get some real buddies, let's every just say. Every single
1: person who listens to Suicide Buddies comes and just mobs <laughs> the Hampton stage. That's what's great. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I actually read about this. It's called the Hampton stage, <laughs> and it's only Hampton performing there. Also, it's not at the
0: festival. Uh, anyway I can't give details I play best I can't give lots of details so just you know okay but that's what I'm up to I mean what's uh what are you trying to work on and do and you leave? know I just got
1: the album recording man oh, February yeah. 12th
0: that's awesome
1: yeah dude um as of this recording coming out or this episode coming out the link is up <laughs> you can buy your tickets to my album recording on February 12th there's a link on my Instagram and my Twitter and my website, all the places. You know what I mean? But you can get me free tickets Dave, right? Well, you're going to perform on one of them.
0: <laughs> but, like, you can get me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, how many free tickets do you need, Hampton? Just one. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I want to come. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And no one else gets a pay. ticket. I hate paying to perform. <laughs> <laughs> do yeah. you have no idea how much O'Challa is making me pay to perform. Uh where okay,
1: what's Ocella? Hampton All right. I feel I feel like this is not real. Or it's bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm. Some things are bad. What do you want? Everything to be good all the time? Kinda. Yeah. (sighs) What a control guy. Got it. (laughs) Well, I would love to come to the album recording. It's going to be up. I like
1: every episode since I announced it, I have booked you on it. Again, (laughs) you are coming. I actually just told you you were doing it, and then you just again said, Well, I'd love to come. <laughs> um so I'm be on the I road. kinda think that you can't come. I'm gonna be on the road. Oh, are you? To your show. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. I'm road dogging it. I wish to I were dead. Show. Uh, on the four oh five. On the four oh five. That's road dog shit. Actually, my my album recording is on the four oh five. It's right in the middle of the four oh five. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people there. It'd be a great place to oh, record the man. album. <laughs> It's gonna be
0: packed, <laughs> man. Are the are, are the car chases? That's so like.
1: I'm keeping them all on the album recording. All the car chases, no, for sure. Is that what you
0: were asking? No, just, what like, were you asking? Like the accidents that happen on like the, our goddamn highways. It's like, do we have like more uh, speed, like you know, accidents where like you know, like where the helicopters get called and like. Police have to, like, shut down. Like, we've had so many of these guys, like, go through Hollywood, go on, like, the highways. Oh, you're talking about, like, high-speed... High-speed chases. Chases. Yeah, just, like... We've had a lot of them. Another level. Yeah, it's like
1: going through a city. We've had a lot of them lately? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? It feels like, yes. Huh. Where do you see that? Like, on the news or something?
0: Yeah, I mean, it also pops up on Twitter. Like, I Uh. guess, like, I don't really... Like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just see the information come up on like Facebook, say, Twitter. Yeah, maybe the news. I don't really watch the news. news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, I guess I just
1: wasn't aware. Weird. I don't know. Yeah, I don't um, know. It's like, it's so th- email us buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com and let us know how many high speed chases there are in your town.
0: So, to build up to maybe <laughs> a point, <laughs> that's how you do your set on the 405. Is a fucking huge ass car car chase. Oh, hell yeah, dude.
1: Absolutely. And just record it. And I release the tape as a special (laughs) on Netflix. Absolutely. Um, Man, you know what? You've convinced me.
0: (laughs) There it is. I'm going to jump out this window. (laughs) Well, it's impossible. It's covered in wooden. What are those?
1: Slats. Slats. (laughs) Man, we've been recording for like 10 minutes. Have we. Have we lost it already this week, Hampton? (laughs) Um, By the way, before we get into the history, uh, we have no episode coming out next week. Uh, We're taking the week off for Christmas because we both want to get a lot of presents, dude. Um, So we're taking the week
0: off. Dave, I'm kicking off the sandals. Oh, shit. Does that mean we're about to talk about history? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to connect with the soil. Oh, okay. I like to.
1: You I, do have I dirt mean, floors. I think that's weird. <laughs> that is I know. Weird. I know you're broke. I know.
0: Like uh, I sold my floor.
1: Yeah, did you, you had to. Hampton had to sell his floor when he didn't go on that tour. <laughs> 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 Thanks a lot. There's mystery more like mystery floor. I know it's not even here.
0: <laughs> there's no more mystery.
1: <laughs> yeah, now there you it just is. see
0: the floor. Actually, the dirt.
1: The ground uh, in Burbank is made of brown cum. <laughs>
0: What are you
1: boys doing up there? It is gross, yeah. Um, Talking about our
0: cum. We're
1: talking about the floor. (laughs) Yeah, it's not gross when it's your own floor. The floor isn't lava, it's cum. It's cum, (laughs) so step on it like a lot. Everyone who steps on it goes to heaven. (laughs) All cum goes to heaven, you know that. Wow. Honestly, Christians believe that, if you think about it.
0: I I'm think tra- about it. I, I, I did.
1: Okay. <laughs> I think agree. more. Think more. <laughs> think
0: more. <laughs> think harder. <laughs> think so hard you shit. Get in the <laughs> think, ah. think zone. Think <laughs> zone. Think more. Think. Get in, think, get think in the zone. Zone. think that's, zone. That's that's my Stuff. church.
1: Yeah. Think zone. The think zone. The think zone. I think God is a sphere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay, but what does he feel about our universe? Well, he's round, for sure.
1: (laughs) I think God is round and the earth is flat.
0: (laughs) Could you explain more about his beliefs? Well, round is a shape, Uh, and it's it's a perfect 360. It's a perfect, it just goes round and round and round. That's why they say around, Around. it goes round, so you get it.
1: That Yeah, and that's why you go around the God. You know how they, <laughs> they always say that? He, she'll be coming around you know. God when she comes hard the I, floor. I, Got it? <laughs> <laughs> the floor has come when God comes around I, the house. Yeah. <laughs> Man, God's so round, he comes
0: around the house. <laughs> God's so round, he puts on his belt with a boomerang. <laughs> Woo! God, you so round.
1: <laughs> okay, no, but can we be, please, for once, be serious. Uh, <laughs> please, Hampton God. Um, so uh, the God I believe in is a sphere, right? Get in the think zone. And then what I do every every Sunday, I go to church, uh-huh. okay? And my church is a McDonald's play place. <laughs>
0: And I hire one of those close-up magicians who does the orb tricks.
1: No, that is not my religion, and I was being serious. Okay. Remember, this is serious. <laughs> serious. Okay. Get in so the thing so. I get in the ball pit, which is... Tiny replicas of my God,
0: but they're also just different colors.
1: Right. Well, you have to guess which one's God.
0: <laughs> God's yellow. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's a different color every week, and uh, then the pre uh, the pr- the priest from my religion, um, mm-hmm. who's Mike Tyson. <laughs> Uh, he like shaves off a little bit of the thing and then that's God's blood and then I drink God's blood and then I eat one of the balls. I eat God's body. And anyway, you have to do that or like uh, everyone's mad. <laughs> you see what I did there? It was a lot like Christianity, but, but not the same. <laughs> Thank you for letting me have a serious moment. On our I, I, I guess I
0: needed to let you vent. No, uh, it was. Uh, it's
1: important to me that you know.
0: <laughs> religion. <that laughs>
1: Your that faith. God is fat.
0: You gotta have... Faith. <laughs> you gotta have faith? More like you gotta have fat. Gotta have... <laughs> you got to have fat, and so And that's
1: spelled G-O-D-D-A. <laughs> gotta have fat, because my God is fat and round. Uh, she'll be fat and around the... Fuck. Heck. I fucked up the song. So who are we... Man,
0: uh, This week, we're going to talk about uh, the creator of National Lampoon, uh, Doug Kenney. Great. A uh, really funny, interesting guy. I love poon. <laughs> <laughs> dude, do you, do you like Stifler? Then you're going to love this dude. This dude's like the Jesus Christ of Stifler's universe. Wait
1: a minute. some But it's something that never heard of me before. But it's Lampoon? I fuck people, man. <laughs> Not that puppet.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Dave likes poo. All right, see you guys after the break. Doesn't matter what they say, cause I'm gonna get my way if I don't wanna go. Gotti Milk, it's the new Mafia Milk. Have you tried Gotti Milk? We got 2%, you know, 20, 20%, 30%, 60%, 100% milk. We got all the types of cuts. You know, we're taking all the cuts here. Gotti milk. Gotti milk? Gotti <laughs> milk. Got
1: milk? We came up with this catchphrase, got milk, because it's part of the word Gotti. <laughs> Um, I love the idea of 100% milk <laughs>
0: just 100% fat You just eat a cow <laughs> yeah, totally. It's 100% milk It's yeah. solid and it I don't has
1: understand. feelings Wait a minute, if it's milk, then how can it be 2%? What's the other 98%? Semen <laughs> <laughs> and it's brown like Bra- a cow Ladies and gentlemen of the jury Oh, that's why they say how now brown cow Because of the fucking yeah. brown cum in it the all milk It comes full circle <laughs> like God <laughs> Dude, the idea of brown Brown cum is the grossest thing Oh, it's I horrific. can think of <laughs> Brown it's cum It's horrific D- Doctor, my cum <laughs> is brown What do I do?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: man well, you as you see here, you got a lot of cardamom in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's cardamom?
1: That's like a spice that's brown, I think. Oh, is it? It might be yellow. Oh. But like either good? way, if you eat it, it turns your cum brown. <laughs> you mean pepper Pepper's, oh, a, pepper's pepper. a spice Oh right You're Salt right Salt and pepper Those are the only Those spices Those are the two spices <laughs> That's r- No you're totally right man I'm sorry
0: <laughs> Scary G- Ginger Salt, baby. pepper, scary, I baby I use baby spice in all my cooking
1: Yeah also girls That's one of the spices And world uh. <laughs> Isn't it great? We live in this postmodern comedy world where you can just say three words that aren't related, and it's considered a joke. <laughs> <laughs> At least to our fans,
0: it's wonderful, man.
1: It's a wonderful life.
0: I think we definitely live in like a post-national lampoon like society, really, for comedy. <laughs>
1: Oh man! Tell Let you what I like way segues like that.
0: <laughs> Let me take that way way back. No, I just was thinking about it because I was almost like trying to justify why I wanted to. I don't know, like uh, think about this, like this magazine. That's not. It's pretty good, but it also is, like sucks. It's a lot of like fart jokes and like just pictures of tits and stuff like that. But, well, what sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like your parents coming up to your high school bedroom and like you're butt busted, like just reading a magazine called Fart, <laughs> Fart and Tits, Fart Tits,
1: Fart Tits. They should have called it that, <laughs> man. Then maybe I would have watched some of their stupid movies. Way, Fart Tits presents, t- you know,
0: the Naked Mile,
1: Fatty Shack, Fatty Hack, Fatty Whack. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm not good at comedy. <laughs>
0: No, I'm I'm trying. (laughs) Come on, dude. Hard hard as I can. Just laugh, man. I'm not good at this. (laughs) But like the onion, which I enjoy, like a lot of layers. Yeah, it's 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 like (laughs) what I said. A lot of layers. I. Um... Oh, I forgot the Onion Magazine is based off of a vegetable. That's so stupid.
1: Yeah, very dumb.
0: They based it off of that. I know. They only did that for years. Decades.
1: Just (laughs) pictures of different onions. You know, yeah, the Onion Magazine, the reason they call it that is because onions have layers and their magazine had a lot of pages.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys get it. (laughs) Some guy at a board meeting, everyone's just packing up and leaving. Yeah. Boo. Um, well, I just, I enjoy it, like, on a constant basis. And I'm like, well, this sort of thing really only would have existed because of the National Lampoon. Like,
1: the Onion, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, that so, kind of, like, extreme stupidity, but also but written by smart people.
0: Yeah, a fake yeah. Pub- humor publication yeah. for adults, like, skewing to, like, college-based or higher adult humor. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Or, or like... That's uh, That was, like, a market when, like, National Lampoon came out. Like, it didn't exist, really. It was, like, Mad Magazine. And then you had, like, underground, like, San Francisco comic strips by, like, R. Crumb. They're, like, for adults, but it's, like, fucked up, like, hippie art.
1: Totally. You know?
0: Like, you gotta be, like, insane to even enjo- enjoy it at all.
1: Right. Yeah, our crumb is insane yeah his thing was like
0: oh, I just want to fuck big women
1: yeah oh absolutely <laughs> I want to climb
0: on women and fuck them and then they yeah, uh, ride them like a like a horse yeah. <laughs> <around> town yeah <laughs>
1: And I want to be small.
0: I want to be small. Real small. <laughs>
1: I wish I were small and had a weird nose and everybody had a weird nose. And you like, like, you adults get this. <laughs> you know how even skinny people have lumps?
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like all the humor publications were like super underground zines that like were for fucked up fetishists. Totally. Like, is, and that's kind it of It was like, like ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fetish.
1: <laughs> ISIS? Hell yeah, dude. It is for me. <laughs>
0: fucking one person for life is a fetish if yeah. that is all you are about and you think everything else is perverse and stupid i fully believe that every, that's so funny every that form is of sex true. is a type of fetish
1: that's true it's just like the most popular fetish <laughs> yeah
0: yeah at least I mean, in this country yeah i mean it's like oh i just want a guy to know me It's <laughs> like marry me for life and then I'm like his slave. (laughs) Like, cool. (laughs) Then I shit out kids after this dude raw dogs me. (laughs) Like, like we just have our own like farm of kids and pump out
1: kids. (laughs) Wow. Like, whoa. You put
0: a ring on that? (laughs) The only problem...
1: Yeah, the only thing that makes... Monogamy like that Not a fetish Is that people don't talk about it In that voice
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly they gross about it Yeah totally They don't totally. Say the naughty words But
1: they're naughty Yeah I wanna fuck you Without a condom And then I
0: ah, It's a bad. wonderful life You have a
1: kid And then <laughs> You have a kid And then after that We raise it dude We just fucking raise it Yeah it's it. a wonderful life And ah. if I didn't
0: achieve that fetish She'd just become an old witch
1: Here's what I'm like Really into okay I want I want to. Fuck you, right? And then we want us to have a kid, but like, but we don't wear a condom, and there's was like, come and stuff. But then that come hits your egg, and it becomes a kid, right? And then, and then what I really want to do is to like make sure that kid has all sorts of shame about sex, dude. Oh, oh and yeah. like, yeah, 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 and like goes like, to
0: good schools, though. Like you also like. Make him a prima donna, bit. Yeah,
1: totally. But like, it's be, like when it comes to sex, like the way that he was created, or she, of course, you know. But like only he or she, you know. Uh, that's like how I look that's at the world. Fetish. Like it has to.
0: It has you're, to be you're like a, a boy or a girl. you have to be. It's the only and, uh, way I can come. You know, like that really is the justification <laughs> of most religious beliefs. Is like that is the only way. I can come.
1: It's so ironic to me that you fuck to create a kid and then after the kid's done, you're like, sex is weird. Don't think about sex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh mommy well, and daddy, how are a- babies made? Well, there's a bird. They're just so uh,
0: <laughs> innocent. You don't want to shatter their worlds, you know. But yeah, man. I know. It would be so You don't fun. want to fuck your kids until they're at least sixteen. I would love to tell like my five year old nephew about like murders that I see on television and stuff. <laughs> like I can't shatter his universe. Sure. I have to keep those things to me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I understand why
1: you would love to shatter his world. <laughs> But you can't.
0: I'd like to bro out and just talk about what ifs.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Though I will Shoot say. The shit,
0: let him sip my beer.
1: I, ver- I remember having a babysitter. My pa- my parents, when I was like four or five, this is one of my earliest memories, I uh, got a babysitter that was just like the neighbor's teenage son. And uh, my parents Sounds left, hot. and almost immediately, he turns to me, he goes, you want to watch RoboCop? <laughs>
0: And here's a scene where Robocop shoots a man's penis. Yeah. With like an Uzi.
1: <laughs> and I was like, what's Robocop? And then we watched Robocop. And, uh, <laughs> There's like a melted man
0: that gets oh, blown yeah. up. That I should not, not have watched amazing. it. I
1: should not have watched that. But movie. don't you
0: watch it all the time now as an adult?
1: Yeah, when I fucking beat off. <laughs> uh, no, I don't watch it a lot as an adult. Oh, I've only I, really seen I it one it time. time. Oh, actually, I've seen it two times one time when I was four, okay. and one time when I was older.
0: Are you saying it's for baby? It was for me,
1: dude. That was honestly how I became so ill.
0: <laughs> I always thought it was weird that, like, you know, I wasn't allowed to watch RoboCop. I didn't have like, a, you know, horrific uh, parenting. Uh, no, just joking. Of course I did. That's why we have a suicide podcast. Absolutely. Um, but I just remember as a kid, like, I wasn't allowed to watch RoboCop. But then, like, Alvin and the Chipmunks had a cartoon where they do like a spoof of RoboCop, where it's like. And Matt, this is like the movie. They just like do it beat for beat almost, but like yeah. the Alvin and the Chipmunks way. And then as an adult, I'm like, there's a guy who's like melting and gets blown up by a fucking
1: guy. Like, it's what? definitely weird to make a cartoon about referencing something that kids are not supposed to see. <laughs> At all. Uh, but I guess like maybe it's for the parents or something. I don't I know. I think
0: dumb adults were just like, robot cop. Got it. Right. That's for kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. Robocop. Got it. Wait, okay, so,
1: okay, when did um, National Lampoon start?
0: Oh, shit. Well, um, the, um, the National Lampoon is based off of the Harvard Lampoon, which right. has been going, it's the longest humor publication in American history, right? It's totally. been going since 1876. Conan wrote for it? <laughs> Probably. No, Actually, he did.
1: Conan O'Brien wrote for it.
0: Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird. I yeah, just, like, the whole Simpsons was staffed with Harvard Lampoon people for a long time. Um, yeah, okay, you're right. I was thinking, of, because I was watching this documentary, and they really underplayed that not a lot of, like, stars had come out. But I think they were referring to before this guy starting this whole okay. s- craze. Because it was such a, like, the Harvard um, Lampoon was just such a boring, like, magazine that the college put out for, like, very well-to-do kids. You know what I mean? Really? Like, Yeah, it was just, like, puns and limericks and just, like, goofy, bad, dumb shit for, like... Really? Yeah, it was, like, literally no one was in the club. Like, they had a nice space inside of what they called, like, a castle. It just, like, was a nice building. But it was, like, nobody was cool was doing it or having any fun with it. It Hmm. had been, like, a literary thing that, like, John Updike had, like, been a part of, like, way, way back. But, like, at that point, it was, like, for kind of, like, the nerds of Harvard... Enter in Doug Kenny and mm. uh, Henry Beard. And mm. uh, there's a couple other people, like, around this time at Harvard that, um like, all become friends and all start hanging out. And it's funny because it's, like, I don't, like, you hear, like, Harvard and you're, like, well, everyone's, like, privileged. And, like, yeah. this is maybe, like, hard to relate to. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Everyone who, like, it's, that's the thing, like, comedy writers always say is that, like, well, everybody who worked on The Simpsons, like, went through harvard
1: and that's true at the beginning at least it's Uh, it's
0: just the way of like all that prep school like or it's not prep school sorry just like ivy league colleges have this very weird way of being like i'll get you a job like you were my frat brother like yeah so it's almost like no wonder yeah i mean it also makes sense if you are
1: if you sell a show or you get a job you try to get your friends jobs yeah um and it's like yeah, it ends up not being a good thing if it just <laughs> works that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just ends up being a bunch of fucking yeah straight white dudes from the same <laughs> part of the country. That's kind of my point. Yeah, yeah it
0: becomes that, basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, when they start the National Lampoon, they definitely don't have, like, a lot of... They have no black writers or anybody who's a minority. And they have, like, two female writers. But anyway, so that's kind of the point. Is like, yeah, it's like... It's- and this was when? This is in the 70s. Okay. Yeah, this is, like, I believe at about uh, 1970 uh, when, yeah, when all the shit's kind of kicking off, where they meet, they decide to make it funny, like the Harvard Lampoon. Oh, okay. And I've, it's funny, like, uh, my brother, like, he worked at, like, his uh, UVA newspaper, and like, I I can see the vibe of people sometimes being like, let's try something totally different. Like, this is a really boring publication, and like... The school just puts it out, like, but let's have fun with it.
1: Yeah. Who cares? It's college.
0: (laughs) Who cares? It's college. And the dynamic of Doug Kenny and Henry Beard is that like Doug Kenny is like a kid from the Midwest. He's from Ohio. He's from a place called Chagrin Falls, which is pretty like (sighs) Chagrin. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) Like, yeah, his dad is like a tennis pro at the local like country club. This is why he wrote Country Shark. And then uh, it's, like, yeah. uh, so he's kind of, like, in that austere world, but not really. Okay. He's, like, he based that kid in Caddyshack, Danny, like, a lot off of his own life. Okay. Like, you're around these wealthy people who say crazy shit, but, like, you're, you're back at your shitty house, you know? But um, also, like, his, his family kind of treated him poorly a little bit. Like, he was ready to get out, and it was because, like, his brother, his older brother had died, and like was kind of like the shining star and then like his family just was like you're a weird funny kid and we don't know what to do with you but you're really smart and you get good grades and you went to harvard you know yeah and then he meets henry beard who's like from the upper east side of new york and it's just like raised in wealth and it's like on the fast track to becoming a lawyer he's like the analytical comedy mind but they both like really just work very well off of each other and so it starts like blowing up in a sense uh like kids bring it home and like show their parents and the head like editor of Mademoiselle like sees it and is like, these kids are brilliant. Like this is great. I want them to do a parody of Mademoiselle. So Mademoiselle wasn't doing like great numbers. So they were trying different shit. And like, so they do like this uh, parody of Mademoiselle issue where -hmm. it's like, you know, as long as we show the models and the clothes and like, you know, there's articles, you could do whatever you want with like the theme and like the photos and like make a funny issue, you know? And it blows up. Mad- Mademoiselle sells like great numbers. And then it's just like every magazine across America is like, we want a piece of you. Like Time Magazine, do a parody issue of us, like Life, uh, Playboy. And so it's like all these big publications are just loving, like, oh, cool. Like there just wasn't a lot of like counterculture, college age kind of like humor. going on, so it was like, it was pretty edgy humor. Like, they would be, kind of they weren't what they would become with the magazine, which was ultra, like, you know, sexist you know, and violent at times and just like every extreme of comedy, but they were like smart humor that was like gradually getting bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also true with like The Onion, even. Like, I think they were like a college paper and like, blew up from there. Yeah, I don't know. Like, kept going, and now it's like a huge goddamn empire. While they're uh, at the Harvard Lampoon, they also put out a book. Uh, okay. They make a parody of Lord of the Rings, which, okay. which guess what it's called? Fart of the Rings? <laughs> That's a million times better. Board of the Rings. Oh, wow. <laughs> actually for the time that's pretty crazy pretty good yeah 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 and it's again like yeah one of those things that appeals like to college aged like people would get yeah you like know, idiots sort of like, stupid people pretty much stupid people if you're
1: in college and you're listening to this you're stupid <laughs> <laughs> and I mean it
0: I think everybody was really like uh, just Vietnam and like everyone's lying to us so like humor got really dumb in your face and dumb <laughs> yeah like what's happening now <laughs>
1: Uh, I feel it. Over the next two years, humor's gonna get way dumber. At least it better because that's what I'm doing (laughs) and I would like a job. (laughs)
0: Uh, I'd like a job at either the comedy store or the laughter factory.
1: Totally, because I want to be a cashier at a store.
0: (laughs) 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 They sell comedy. I don't see the problem. And they make it at the factory. Would
1: you like a bag for your comedy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, Doug is... It's. I really love their relationship. Basically, they're two friends in college who are doing something creative that everyone is actually really enjoying. So they're smart, also with like when they do this parody for Mademoiselle, where they're like put in an insert for buying a Harvard Lampoon subscription, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Like we made the parody, put in this thing. So as they made these parody magazines, they were just getting so many like subscribers to this college. Paper that huh. again, kids were bringing to their parents or whoever, and just being like, "Check it, this is cool." Like, huh. you know, so cool. They were kind of like earning money, making like a little bit selling this book, and so Doug is very much like, "This is what I want to do." Yeah, like, I got an like an English degree, and there's nothing that I want to do with that really. Yeah, like, other than create funny shit. And uh, Henry was like accepted to like every prestigious law school was like could easily go to any like high end attorney place like wow and he just kind of was like all right let's do it but like you know when it stops being fun like let's let's knock it off you know like if it stops you know like yeah because it just didn't it also just didn't seem realistic it was like there's no there's no adult I say adult, but I just mean humor magazines for like adults. Yeah, yeah, a, you know, like the Onion, right? Yeah. Right, not yeah, like yeah. porn, clickhole. There is porn. <laughs> it's not like porn. That's the thing is, like, there's early starts. It's still so much influenced by Doug because he's the more rambunctious hippie. Like okay. their relationship is also that Henry would like smoke a pipe and was very like pretend austere. Oh, I you know, see. Yeah, sometimes like you get for that fun. From, yeah, I think you sometimes could get that from like Alan Strickland Williams. Like, oh, I see what you mean. Like, just a little bit more of a proper person can turn it on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Like, that's the humor he goes with. And Doug uh, Kenny is yeah. more like a crazy hippie who, he, like, he, he would start food fights all the time. Like, that's where that comes from. An animal wow, house. What? That's yeah, crazy. He just, no, he was like low level, just break shit. Like, as a joke. Like, he would just break <laughs> things all the time. That's hilarious. And, like, smash things and, like, start, like, fake arguments with people.
1: And, like, I really like this guy. <laughs> uh, and then the other guy's just like, well, I am wearing a whole bear right now.
0: <laughs> and they're both, like, incredible.
1: <laughs> would you like some brandy? This bear is dead. I killed it so I could own it. Yeah, I'm rich.
0: this thing? Like, they would work as basically a comedy duo Like you and me. Whoa. (laughs) I don't know about that. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, Henry would always kind of, like, listen to comedy ideas and just, like, take tugs from his pipe and just be, like, tempting. Tempting." (laughs) Like, maybe maybe we'll do it. Just, like, that's his level of, like, good. (laughs) Wow. Good. (laughs) What a nightmare. (laughs) Well, I think they just... Yeah, they no, both it's were, a nightmare. They were both like nightmares who didn't know how to really function in society. <laughs> oh, sure. And they definitely Kinda, found you each like other you done. and me. <laughs> so they started a suicide pact. Two nightmares. It's not
1: called one mare.
0: So when they go in for,
1: I'm so dumb all of the time. So Doug's like, you know, I wrote a rap song today. Oh, you Yeah, we can get to that later. Is it? What is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not done
0: <laughs> with the raps.
1: Yeah, I'm not done. But I just wanted to bring it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'll sing it later.
0: It's it's getting later. Yeah, I know, but I mean, much as later. I wait, it just gets later. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel later. like I can run out the clock.
1: Maybe. I I'm gonna cry if you keep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Dave. I don't up, have it. Dave, done. get up in front of the whole class and yeah. say your funny joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> So mm,
1: can you fit both balls in my mouth? Uh,
0: (laughs) Oh man. You would have loved these guys. Why is it
1: called hacky sack? Is it because it's my balls? Why did you make me do this? Is that a oh, Fantasia?
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, man, word for word. <laughs> like, Doug basically was hard to deal with in a lot of ways. The show on Nickelodeon? On Nickelodeon. <laughs> Impossible. The creator of Doug was on heroin all the time and would just, like, bitch people out at work. He'd call cops on, like, old women. What? You know, Dang, bad dude. Guy. Yeah, Pat, Doug. Patty Mana's was based off of his underage prostitute. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. Man, I wonder why we called her Petty
0: Mayonnaise.
1: (laughs) Mayonnaise is like cum. Come on. It's the cum episode. We're almost at Christmas. We got to talk about cum a lot. Cum is a big element of Christmas, you know, because if you're naughty, you get cum in your stocking. (laughs) Did
0: you get brown cum again, son? (laughs) Looks Mm. like someone was a naughty boy. That's because you were mean to the dog. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so in meetings like where they were trying to sell this as an idea like hey we think like we sold all these Harvard Lampoon subscriptions people we've been we sold like half a million like parody issues in time like this seems like we're off to the races and like nobody got it everyone would tell them no and like Doug would just throw like fits almost like in the room wow and just kind the of show Doug <laughs> 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 Hampton's gonna hit me. Patty, ha- <laughs> ha- ha- Hattie Manny's. Patty, yeah. Uh, so he would H- flip out in the H- room. Um, yeah. And he would just be like, you don't get it. Like, he would kind of like wow insult them in a way that was like kind of fun. Like, he'd almost like. There's a movie that they made off of him, him and his life. It's on Netflix. So it's called. Yeah, it's st- called Duck. A Stupid Feudal Gesture. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and yeah. Um, it's like. Uh, they they kind of changed some scenes but like this is also written down in some places that this is shit he actually said and did huh. and in the movie with the way they play it I don't know if the first half is true but like they're just like a humor magazine like we don't get it you don't see this before and he's like alright let's pivot I'm gonna pitch you on a completely different idea mm-hmm. sandwich magazine mm-hmm. magazine for people who like sandwiches only wanna have sandwiches <laughs> like, and he like just would break down like a full pitch like just show like yeah I can pitch you <laughs> and they'd be like are you serious? And he's like, <laughs> this is why you don't get it. They wouldn't get that he's doing like a full like joke pitch to their face. <laughs> and they'd be like, You're and the quote is you're the type of people who commute from Connecticut into New York to like just live your life at like ads, you know, like sales wow. and shit. Like just like couldn't, you know, handle it and like leaving kind of like uh, Henry like to hold to the bag a little it. bit. Yeah, yeah, wow. he just had to always kind of deal a little bit with like his volatility. Wow. In a sense. Um, and so. Kind of like you have to deal
1: with my volatility.
0: <laughs> just despite guys, all, despite did, all your rage.
1: I'm still just a Dave in a cage. It's true. Yeah. That's no. how
0: I deal with it. I get in Dave's cage.
1: Yeah. That's and true. I deal with
0: all your rage.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm wow. in Dave's cage I now. I get into Dave's cage and I deal with all his rage. Yeah god that's funny yeah man off mic I'm a fucking piece <laughs> of shit dude I'm fucking trash man and I don't care dude I fucking paint my face white <laughs> and I just scream at people is
0: like, a, 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 like <laughs> Japanese experimental theater? <laughs> oh it's not an experiment <laughs> the, f- the findings are in yeah totally
1: <laughs> No control group, just Dave
0: <laughs> well, eventually, Sony took a shot on him uh it was uh just a publishing house that made kind of shit, but they got it and then but they gave them just like kind of a ridiculous deal where they're like, we'll own like seventy five percent of this, we'll make it, but like eventually you can we'll buy you out, but basically we're getting your company. Wow, you know what I mean, like we'll take a chance we can get it. <laughs>
1: the The Discman Company,
0: <laughs> Sony Discman, Sony dude. Discman. Yeah,
1: we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get your magazine in every Discman.
0: Um, <laughs> the kind of ribald postmodern absurdist humor that has defied a generation. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like their magazine kind of sucked at first, um, and. Uh, it just it it really disconnected with people and again it was like doug like was pushing shit where he was like it's got to be like freaky man we gotta like freak people out <laughs> and like he was hanging out with like artists who were like are crumb and stuff and he hired them all these like hippie artists for the magazine and people were like this looks gross like this is like it's it's he's like oh the images should be funny and they're like no it should be like Funny, but like the images help sell the funny. But he's like, No, it should look weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, and like, so the magazine company would be like, Uh, we, we're not like trying to print like a hippie rag that you get on the streets, you know, like this is like we're trying to like make a magazine. So he kind of like had to back down and like change his opinion, and it started selling really, really well. Oh, and interesting. Then it's, like off, yeah, it started, it's like getting just bigger and bigger.
1: Wow, funny. I did not expect that to be what you said. I expected it to be like, he was right. (laughs) That's funny.
0: (laughs) And he was right. He was right about a lot of things, but also, like, he's so passionate that, like, this was a good example of actually, he fought it, but then when he was shown, like, the other person's art about making, like, the humor, like, realistic looking and, like, you know, like... He was like, you're dead on. That makes perfect sense. You know what I mean? Like, he just fought it for too long, I guess. I think it was, like, a year before they really got their shit together, basically. Yeah. And, like, uh, from there, it's, like, all the deadlines and things start, like, accumulating, and everyone again is like, it's just almost like a frat house sort of thing where it's a lot of like straight white guys. Yeah. And they're like fucking the staff. They're doing drugs. They're just drinking at work. Like it's just like, as long as it, they write something, doesn't fucking matter. Oh, me? I fuck the staff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh. The staff fucks me. I fuck the staff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of was fucked up because he had met like his girlfriend in uh, <clears throat> college and was still with her. And it was like, going on during this time of yeah i don't know like everyone was kind of using an excuse to be a piece of shit (laughs) a lot of times yeah well you you do need one (laughs) yeah people were still like justifying just doing like coke at work right and that happened later on at like snl too like you know it's like they had to lose like belushi and shit to be like oh i guess we shouldn't do cocaine at work (laughs) yeah god damn dude i guess that was a bad call
1: i hate cocaine so much man
0: Really, I fucking love it, dude. It's... Yeah, make yeah, you know, <laughs> makes my cum white. And... Everybody loves it. <laughs> makes my mm-hmm. cum extra white.
1: <laughs> I got white ass cum, dude. Got that snow. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Got that narco's cum. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, ever since I started a cartel, my cum is white again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, it's it's kind of like their best time of collaboration. They're but they're working like a ton and a ton, and also like. They're taking on more workload. They start the National Lampoon Radio, and it's also they're selling books. Like at the time, like and uh, Henry Beard is like, I'm like, don't I don't want to do more work. Like I want this to be fun. And we actually like lucked into like a really successful magazine. But Doug's like, you know, as long as we can create more shit, we'll just like we'll find the time. We'll do more drugs. Like like find the time. (laughs) Again, again he was like everybody's favorite person yeah he's like, the life of the party but it's, yeah. yeah it's like the party exactly you're living in a party so yeah. it's like that's
1: not that's healthy. exhausting yeah yeah
0: yeah whereas like yeah I think maybe Henry always kind of looked out the window and was like I'm, I could be a massive lawyer for not have to do anything <laughs> like yeah. just make millions or something <laughs>
1: look out the window that's hilarious <laughs> so like they're looking at the leaves <laughs> oh, I could have been a leaf
0: that leaf's looking at you and be like that could have been a banker (laughs)
1: leaves don't do cocaine bankers don't do sap
0: (laughs) so what do you think is gonna happen with this guy's life at this pace suicide yes he starts bottoming out uh and he like doug uh is is kind of like one of their most like prolific and successful writers but like yeah, he started burning out, and he just takes off for, like, six months. Uh, and he goes to visit his friend Peter Ivers, who they'd gone to college with. Okay. And he's a musician who I'll mention later on. But it's, an, it's interesting, because he dies in a really fucked up way. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So, yeah, he, he takes, like, time off to, like, just go, like, decompress. I don't know if he's still doing drugs, but, like, his whole thing is, I just need to not be working, like, all day, every day. Like... And in that free time, he writes a script. He writes a, he writes a book that like, it's so sad. Like he comes back after the six months, everyone's really cold to him. Cause he just basically left Henry a note that was like, I'm losing my mind. Gotta go like gone fishing. And like, he's got to run the company who's was already exhausted. And, um, I guess uh, when he comes back, he'd written a script that was like all about Americana and like sci-fi, and it was called like teenage commies from outer space. <laughs> wow! And it was like Jesus supposed to Christ. be supposed to be crazy and everything. Yeah, like, kind of like a lot of their articles were like they'd have headlines almost like that. You know? Sure. Yeah. And so he brings it back and he hands it to Henry and he's like, "I want you to read it and like tell me what you think." Uh, who'd already been kind of like you fucking took off for six months, you know, like yeah. So I don't know if his reaction was maybe biased, but like Henry reads it and he's just like, you know, just, I don't like eh. it. And and <laughs> Doug just takes it and throws it in the garbage and he's like, all right, let's move on to something new. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> which I'm like, that could be read read as like very passive aggressive. Sure. Also on both ends.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it was.
0: <laughs> oh, you didn't like my script? Well. It's in the fucking garbage.
1: Yeah, totally. All
0: right, what am I writing this week? Yeah, and so like, he, I mean, was it passive aggressive or no? I think it was him also really just taking his friend's honesty. Like, yeah. it, Henry wouldn't yeah. have lied to him if it had because tr- they'd written books before, and if he had justified taking six months off and like written a really good book, yeah, uh, and they could sell it, like he could justify that, right? But I think he was like he just wouldn't lie to him, and he's like i don't like it if it's not good, i read the whole book i didn't like it you know yeah. like and it, he's like boom you know trash sure wow because he respects the opinion and so he tries to go back to work but it's like he's kind of lost his rhythm of like pitching in the room and everyone kind of resents that he just would take off he kind of did it like maybe a bit more than that
1: interesting
0: and so <clears throat> they're What's like
1: reason for him winding down more i mean just like the drugs catching up to him.
0: It was the drugs. And also when he kind of took the time off, the significant amount of time off, it was like, he'd lost the, the, the doing the magazine thing also during like right before then part of the workload that was making them go crazy was he had pitched. We have to do national lampoon radio. Mm. And Henry beer was like, we're, we work in literature. We don't radio. We're going to make a radio program. Yeah. And like, they they cast a group of people. It's all the people who go on to SNL.
1: I have a box set of all the National Lampoon radio programs from back then. It's,
0: it's awesome. It's incredible. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, so it's like he saw also like the talent of the people he was working with, and like we could put this on, you know, and but then it became writing a whole hour long variety show once, right. we Plus, doing the magazine, plus, writing books and shit. Yeah. And then making albums. So, like, also the art direction and everything. So, it's just like a fucking he's taking on too much. Plus, yeah. s- still doing drugs, still drinking. Well, of course. Yeah. It's, r- it's no wonder. It's like, yeah. 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 It's like bottoming out. <clears throat> So when he comes back, his, you know Henry's like, why don't you just kind of work on special projects, and you know they just kind of reconnoiter that like he's gonna make um, a high school yearbook issue, that like is based on like a lot of their most successful work was all based on like high school experiences or like fake high school entries or something. So he's like, let's do like a whole yearbook, you know, and like put it out, and it's a massive success. Yeah. It sells like a million plus copies like, right away. It's just like people love it. And um it that kind of like leads to, you know, Animal House like being based off of that because it's it's still the same sort of thing of like he wants to reach right. to like suddenly this 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 vibe of maybe a little bit of a lost childhood or right. something like that. Like you just kind of get this impression that his parents didn't give him a lot of love and everything (laughs) and like he just reminisces this odd like wants to be silly all the time yeah sure yeah he wants to be a kid again and it's like he's getting so fucking frustrated that he turns on the tv and it's like snl is on Uh, and it's all the people that that he worked that he worked with it's like similar vibe and shit like they basically lifted his shit in a lot of
1: ways and like i never thought of that interesting
0: you've been like hanging out with uh chevy chase you know like they were good friends and like chevy chase like opens the first like live from new york and he like has to see his friend you know doing that and it's like he he talked to Lauren, like he saw him at a party and everything and just was like yeah you fucking stole my shit and then Uh Lauren's like do you want like a writing job he's like you think i fucking suck like you think you can just like Uh Like, really? You think I've burned out? Like, I'll fucking show you. Like, not in those terms, but that's where his head's at, right? It's like, wow. really? Okay. And he takes off and he's he goes and makes Animal House. Wow. Which is like one the of the funniest biggest, movies of all time. Yeah. It was the biggest comedy at that point that had ever come out, like box office wise and also just critically. It was awesome. It's a really good movie. <laughs>
1: wow. So it turns out the main thing you need for success <laughs> is bitterness.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His whole problem is like he's hard to deal with and like success kind of fucks with him because then he just wants to work more.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, you know, yeah, it's almost like success is his worst enemy throughout, especially when it's Animal House comes out. Yeah. Because it's like he's like, I fucking nailed it. And then it's like he just starts partying nonstop. And by now he's already lost his first wife. Wow. Wow. He's uh, And so he was super depressed during that period. That was during the period of working a ton. It okay. was just like, he kind of just addressed it, where it. was like, she's gone. Like, back to work. Got to work. And like Chevy Chase wow. would be like, are you okay, man? <laughs> he's like, no, I got to finish these pages. Like, magazines got to get made.
1: <laughs> wow. Like, got to pay all
0: these people. And then like at home, like just sobbing and like hating yourself. you know. Sure.
1: Wait, why is he crying?
0: <laughs> Sounds like Sounds he's like doing. a good thing.
1: <laughs> Sounds yeah. like Warped to warp.
0: Finally, he gets to go to a bar without having to call him. And the the worst is Chevy Chase is, like, the worst influence on him. Oh, yeah? Well, he's so tall. Chevy is so into coke when he starts SNL. Yeah, well, he's got to do more because of how tall he is. (laughs) He's so tall. He's so tall. (laughs) It's the only way he's going to have energy. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Plus, wow, he must have needed a long straw. (laughs) (laughs) He does so much coke that he's like Pitbull, and he pees Red
1: Bull. Pees Red Bull, (laughs) Pitbull, pees Red Bull. Suicide
0: buddies. (laughs) So he's kind of like got a new girlfriend who he really likes, but like he met her at like a low point. He's drinking at bars. Like that's how he met her. You know? Yeah. He moves out to Los Angeles after Animal House. She hasn't moved out yet. And like he's just partying and like fucking and just like doing coke and like losing his mind, you know? And she's like, we're done, you know? Like I hear you cheating on me and everything, and like, <laughs> so he loses Jesus. that, and then he he was writing Caddyshack at the moment, uh-huh. and again his thing was like you know oh the the American spirit, like I really want to like tap into like Americana, and like she leaves him, <clears throat> he does more drugs. The movie comes out and it like flops. Caddyshack. Caddyshack flops. No way. Yeah, it's a huge flop. And like I didn't know that he can't take it. He's like publicly like. Shows up to, like, press events, like, fucked up. Whoa. And it's just like, I don't like anybody. Like, you know, like... Wow, yeah. And Chevy Chase is like, we gotta get you out of here. Like, let's go to Hawaii and do a bunch of Coke.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, good plan. That's a super good plan.
0: You know what we're gonna do? Hawaii Coke. (laughs)
1: Wow. You know how you're really sad? Well, the way to get out of that is to go somewhere where you're alone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it it, 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 (laughs) didn't... It's like it gets even worse with Chevy Chase's behavior because Chevy Chase does take him out there and then leaves. Oh he what? leaves after like a week and like Doug's like I thought we were like staying for a and while. He's like, No, I'm too tall. <laughs> I'm too tall. I'm too tall. I'm up
1: here in the clouds. I'm go. I have to be tall people chick. can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he just leaves, okay. Yeah. And so he's, like, uh, literally alone in Hawaii with his cocaine.
0: With his coke. And, uh...
1: A low-cane. He's
0: ordering more, you know. Like, his his ex-girlfriend is, like, still, like, mad at him. Or, like, checking in. Oh, okay. She's, like, concerned and is, like, asked Chevy Chase, like, go back. And he's, like, I'll do it. I'll go back, like, in a week. Like, he was gonna, like... He just, like, took a week off and, like, was gonna come back. And in that time, this is when uh, Doug dies. Uh, okay. And Doug dies by, uh, he's he goes on like a hike, I guess. In Hawaii. And he's like fucked up. He's still been fucked up. And yeah. he goes on a Hawaii. Uh, a Hawaii. A Hawaii. A Hawaii <laughs> is what we call it on the island. Hawaii. We also call it Mm-mm. the island.
1: Uh, On the island?
0: I'm on. All- <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking up one. You
1: thing. die when you hike?
0: Quote. <laughs> oh, here we go.
1: You went on a death hike. <laughs> yes man it's
0: so sad man too because it's like af- off of Caddyshack
1: totally dude which is like, which is like one of the one people of the talk, greatest... about, talk about it as one of the greatest comedies of all time
0: yeah it's yeah. so funny like apparently when they would shoot scenes with uh, Rodney Dangerfield like he didn't get that you had to be quiet on set I've heard this and he would just he's like he, I'm, I'm, I'm dying out there I'm bombing <laughs> why am I bombing why am I bombing <laughs>
1: We're yeah are this Rodney so um, Doug
0: was on the island of uh, Kowaloo how Kaua- Kaua- Kauai, 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 yeah! <laughs> Shout, out. <Kauau. laughs> Shout out, Kauai! Shout out, Kauai! Uh, She, I guess, his girlfriend did come out uh, to visit him, and then she had to go back to work, and like Chevy was going to come. Basically, like people were really concerned about him, and they oh. left him for a little bit, and he went on like a depressed walk. Wow! And
1: it, then died.
0: How well, did he die? He went on this hike. Basically, he fell off a thirty-five foot cliff. Uh, yeah. And police found his abandoned car like, uh, the following day, three days later, his body was found discovered, stuck between two jagged rocks at the bottom of the cliff. Uh, his death was classified as accidental by the police. And, um, there's, uh, (coughs) the, the guy who he wrote, um, uh, animal house with said about his death, uh, that uh, Doug was looking for a better place to jump from while he slipped. Wow, funny. (laughs) Yeah, like, all his friends were like, yeah. I mean, he wanted to die. He was, like, probably, like, massively suicidal. So to say the least, it's like to be like, yeah, I'm fucked up. Let me go walk up those giant rocks and if I fall, you know, whatever. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. (laughs) At a real fucked up point in his life. And so, yeah, the magazine, after he died, they put up a, a little like picture of like a cliff, you know, with like an e- edge of the cliff sign. It's like Doug Kenny slipped here. <laughs> like, they <it's>, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe I missed that. They put that on the actual cliff? No, they put oh. that in the magazine. That, oh, okay. The, uh, sorry. Okay, the, okay, the okay, National okay, okay. After he died.
1: Oh, my God. Wow. That's still, that's so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so y- you could argue that, like,
1: and he was found. It's a
0: little bit of an accident. Sort of thing,
1: okay, just to clarify, he was there with Chevy Chase. Chevy leaves. Mm-hmm. His ex girlfriend comes and checks on him. Yeah. And people were concerned and they kept coming to check on him, but he had like one or two days where he was alone. It was just those two people, but yeah. Oh, it was just a situation. So two his girlfriend
0: had to leave. And then, like, he's, you know, Chevy was, was going to come. Back. Like, you know, so I'm saying they were like switching off. But everyone knew and was concerned and nobody was surprised in a sense. They were wow. like, wow. You're like, man, this guy, like, you know, it sucks. It sucks, he's gone. What? But like, he was, he was sad. You yeah. Know? Like, he would tell, you know, people, like, like it's all right. But like, even like, if Did it's your like- wife leave you? And he's like, nah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I do coke, man. Coke is my wife.
1: Coke's my wife. My wife has always been here. <laughs> it's in this bag. Uh, uh Wow. That's insane. It's insane to think that, like. Because there are, like, weird gray areas with some suicides, right? Like, I mean, you obviously don't know because no one else was there. Yeah. But there, it, when someone is extremely suicidal like that, maybe he did slip. Yeah. And then he was like, well, fuck it. And just leaned forward or something like that. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I think also, okay, so this is one item that could matter to, like, maybe it's a suicide, is that, like, there was a note in his, apar- in his uh, like, hotel room. And uh it said, um, these last few days are among the happiest I've ever ignored.
1: Whoa. Man, this guy was like really creative. Uh <laughs> yeah. like truly a deeply creative person.
0: When I hear that also though, I I've looked over and I'm like, I you know, it's like he's a writer. He writes nonstop. So when they said there was a scrap and it said one thing like it's like in a given writer's room, there's a million things. And if you right. interpret a line, but it, it truly is a brilliant line. Yeah. And oftentimes he would like take like lines from conversation and be like, Oh, that's smart. Let me write that down. Like, you know,
1: oh, wow. he just was a
0: writer, you know, like yeah. he couldn't stop. Huh. Um, the happiest I've ignored. I don't really even understand it. I, it. It takes me a minute. I think it's cause he's in Hawaii. Right. And mm-hmm. he's like doing coke in Hawaii or whatever his idea of like the, if, if this sucks, I guess I I guess I ignore when I'm just happy. I've got a girlfriend; she cares about me. Like you know, I'm with my best friend. I ignored it. I ignored it. Like I didn't feel it. Interesting. You know, I think that's a way to interpret that line. I mean, like no one can really know. But I was also so like I watched a documentary that's all about the you know that group of people, and like everyone is like, yeah, Doug committed, like (laughs) jumped, (laughs) except for Chevy Chase, (laughs) He's like, no way. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> in really? the documentary he's like nope really just like a real like like cold just no, nope, no way and it's like interesting and it's like but you were the guy who was giving him coke and then like leaving your depressed yeah. friend and being like I gotta go buddy and like you're the one who suggests going to Hawaii in the first yeah. place
1: <laughs> yeah so of course you think it's not <laughs> because just, if it is suicide it's your fault
0: <laughs> and Jimmy Jason's is like known as like a huge asshole like from is he? Di- Oh, yeah. People say, like, from day one at, like, SNL and from, like... Most people couldn't stand him inside of the National Lampoon environment. Really? But, but when he got, like, SNL, he was the first... He was the Weekend Update guy, right? He was the only guy who was himself and just said his name and, like, didn't do a ton of characters. Huh, so really? it, people kind of associated it as the Chevy Chase show
1: whoa because
0: it just you have to also understand that show blew up when it came out yeah so people were very much scrambling to be like well who's the
1: what is star yeah who's
0: the star and that's why chevy left after like two years he's like i'm a star i'm gonna be in movies huh and (laughs) this there's like classic asshole behavior throughout it this environment like henry beard is so fucking mad for all this time having to take up the workload of the magazine that when um you know that that magazine publication company that bought them out or whatever, that 75 to 25 you know, uh, percent, they, you know, the contract was up and like they were supposed to buy out Henry and Doug and give them like all this money. And like Doug was the one who fought on behalf of Henry, like kind of as a goodwill gesture of like, I'm back and I'm going to fight for you. I'm the crazy guy. I'm going to go get your money. He gets him his money after like, fucking ripping up the dude's office like you're gonna give us our money and then um henry gets his money and then he packs up his shit he like makes his way to the door he like says to the entire staff he goes um he goes good luck fuck you goodbye wow holy (laughs) shit
1: (laughs) that's so crazy (laughs) when did that happen good luck
0: fuck you goodbye wow and people were kind of like he did say good luck <laughs> <laughs> like they were like that was nice of him <laughs> <laughs> he was just burnt like his friend his friend who'd started out with had fucked it up you know and it's just like yeah it's too much workload and he's like i'm you're telling me i'm gonna get how many millions of dollars if i just walk away like yeah totally i'm out
1: yeah yeah wow
0: <laughs> also yeah
1: your friend kills himself
0: yeah, everybody was really upset. Sure, <laughs> everyone was really, really upset. upset. That's funny. <laughs> his friend, like I mentioned uh, before, Peter Ivers uh, is a musician. Uh, he played harmonica at his funeral, and uh, Peter Ivers has a really like. I'll just cut to the chase. Peter Ivers was like this L.A. like institution. He was a musician, but he also kind of like helped get punk rock a lot of exposure because he okay. ran a show called New Wave Theater. So as well as new wave music they kind of introduced like L.A. punk like the dead Kennedys and stuff no shit and he wasn't like punk per se so punks kind of would just chastise him on air and shit and it was was like fun to watch but he was like this guy who went to Harvard with these guys he maintained you know he's who Doug would go see when he like needed to go like decompress and everything and this dude was like bludgeoned to death (laughs) What? Yeah, that's how he died. By dead Kennedys? <laughs> <laughs> He's the government!
1: East Bay Ray just fucking... <laughs>
0: yeah, the murder was never identified. Whoa. And uh, the next day after uh, Peter Ivers, you know, like, had been killed, like, the f- friend... Of like kind of this whole community, it's a weird thing. Like the comics, like Chevy Chase, all this comedy community, and like music really hung out together. Mm-hmm. That's why Fear was put on by John Belushi on SNL. Oh Jan yeah, Chanel. you showed me it's that. Like they're like they just love music, and music musicians love them. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so this guy, um, you know, all these comedy people are walking around. There's the the entire uh, crime scene gets compromised because there's too much like comics DNA like on shit. What? <laughs> yeah and like DNA Harold Ramis the guy from fucking Ghostbusters the director he was accused by the police of murdering Peter Ivers what because he and Peter Ivers that nerd (laughs) I don't think so man (laughs) Peter Ivers and his wife were like would hang out and so like the police like first go to was like Harold Ramis wow Uh, did you murder your friend (laughs) And he's like, "Fuck no, like no." You imagine that phone call? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and apparently, and so Harold Ramos goes. No one ever found like out who the guy was, but one of the people who was in the apartment that day was a bandmate who he would always have like, you know, like screaming arguments with about stuff. And during that time, the bandmate was the one who took. He just took the bloody sheet and left. And he's like, yeah, I threw it out. I didn't want anybody to have to look at that. What? That's like how compromised the crime scene was. A guy removed a blood sheet. And then Harold Ramis is like, so just so you know, he's the guy who removed the blood sheet. I was accused of murder because my friend and my fr- my wife hung out.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, okay, can we back up for a second?
0: Why was the crime scene so compromised again? Because it was just a poorly run, like, like. Crime scene, like it does happen. Oh, it wasn't. It's like if, if say, like friends are called before the cops. The friends are there, like as the cops show oh, up. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah, that's bananas. Yeah, yeah. It's and crazy. I don't like bananas because <laughs> they taste like shit. They taste like shit, and they look like cum. <laughs> wow, dude, that was a great fucking story, man. Thank you. Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, it's a, I really recommend the documentary about him. Uh, it's called and, uh, Animal House. <laughs> and uh, that that stupid feudal gesture one is actually way better because Will Forte plays him. Dude, there's a bunch of like our friends in that. Oh yeah, Oh totally. John Daly.
1: Yeah, Rick Glassman is in it.
0: But I definitely like was like, wow, Will Forte actually made this character really likable and like you understood it. Huh. It's just like the, it's funny. There's there's like no interviews with him basically. There's a UCLA like uh, speech he gave to students, you know, on campus. Like that, but you can't see it, you know. Like and uh, him and Henry, like they just barely ever put their personas out there. Who plays Henry? It's, it's an actor I don't know. Oh, okay. But he does look a lot like him, so it's oh. good, good casting. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've like I've just seen clips of that movie. I need to watch it. It looks good. It's funny. Yeah, dude. Um,
0: all right, guys. That's well, the pod. Well, shit, dude. Thanks for listening to our podcast about suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Join the Patreon by the feeling shirt, if you like. Uh, we appreciate it all, and we appreciate you listening. Yeah, you're the best. Glad you're alive. Yeah.
1: See you next week Thanks for listening to the show Just a reminder, we joke around on this show a lot Because we've thought about suicide a lot So we're comfortable with it But if you are right now thinking about suicide Having any suicidal thoughts at all If you're coming close I can't urge you enough to talk to a professional And the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is always there 1-800-273-TALK Call that number 24 hours a day, 7 days a week They will talk you through it and help you know that you are loved on this earth and you don't need to leave us. Thanks again for listening to the show. See you next time.